Alrighty, so I it's half past one. That's a three thirty. <laughs> it's one thirty a.m. to my American friends, Canadian friends, whatever. While I sleep, our time. Your time will be one, two, three, four, five, eight thirty, <laughs> eight thirty p.m. Because like they don't understand what half eight is. You say half eight, I'm like half eight. What four? It's not four. Well, I'm assuming that anyway. But hey, aye, one of those days. Hi, parole day. Coming up with loads of theories and stuff. Too many conspiracy theories. I think my, I was getting so paranoid about stupid stuff. You know, and I, was, like, I should have done a podcast then. <laughs> I had loads of stuff written down, and I thought, ah, fuck it, man. <laughs> I can't be, f-. you know. Well, I could be fucked, but I just couldn't be fucked. I just sorted out all my my writings, my rhymes, poems and stuff, you know? Like, oof, I can't remember, what was it? One of the rhymes I just uh, I read that I wrote, I was like, it was a... Oh, infamous, famous, people keep saying this. Never take aim, because I never seem to fucking miss. Just like a rubber Johnny catching all the jizz. 99% of the time, doing the biz. <laughs> I was like, right, okay, aye, some good stuff here. So I sorted all that out and then cleaned the room and then sat back down in my postal ball and done some dumbbells and then just kept forgetting to... Well, I did keep thinking what I'll do the next podcast on. But then I thought, oh, nah, I've done some... All these podcasts I've done, I, I want to do them again. Because I've got more input on them. Do you know, especially the stress and anxiety one. Yeah. Because I want to add grief, like grieving process and stuff. So much stuff I want to add to it. And but back then I was kind of, I was kind of a bit boring. I'm probably still boring now, I don't know. But, but the fact is, I don't give a fucking shit. You know? Yeah. Deal with it. People will think what they want of you, right? Which means it's their problem not yours and when you die you're not going to be in your coffin thinking man I can't believe you didn't like me or man I can't believe they were laughing at me or man I can't believe they're not even at my funeral <laughs> or man I can't believe they've buried me alive I'm still here whoa bang you know <laughs> but so I came downstairs this late watching Family Guy cheer me up a bit more I thought, fuck it, I'm just going to do a wee podcast just now, you know. Just chew the fat, get, get a bit of banter, you know. But, you know, talking about the grieving process, I was... I had um, two of my very best mates, two of them. One was both like brothers, one an older brother, Ian, Ian Campbell. And uh, I don't even like saying his, his nickname. His nickname was Shambles, Ian Shambles Campbell. He called me Alan Doodle. That's where the name Alan Doodle comes from. Uh, God rest in peace, Ian. And uh, Martin. Martin was like uh, a brother, brother, a twin brother to me. Just, he was just a year younger, that was it. <coughs> so, um, aye, 
So I grew up in Martinson with four. But Ian, since I was about, about well, two, you know, and uh, Ian, was, Ian was much older than me, so I started hanging out with him at the party stage, you know. Just coming into the party stage, he kind of looked out for me. He'd always be saying to me, yeah, your, your big sister, Callan, used to look out for me at this point, you know. We ended up getting a flat together and all that, you know. It's all good. It's all good, and then uh, a bit of tragedy happened. He passed away. Uh, I'm, I'm not going to give out details or anything than this, but it was, it was a, uh, it was not, not a good thing. My mum went down and found him. But when just came with that. I mean, things like that happen. There's always good silver lining. You know, it, it makes you look at life a bit more differently, a different perspective in life, so to speak. Um, for the grieving process, I'm saying here is like a lot of people will grieve and grieve for ages, and I've been grieving only recently because the doctors had me doped up like hell. I can't even remember. Um, well, I can remember. In the funeral, I can remember the the fucking the pastor mentioning Ian's name once or twice because uh, he was probably too busy looking at the altar boys. Uh, that's because he's even was Catholic. <laughs> he's like winding him up about that, you know. It's like you're going out tatty picking. Nah, you because I'm I'm Protestant and he was Catholic. So uh, on a Sunday, if I was staying over there, um. It would be uh, Ian and the sisters, Marion and Anne Marie in Shonich. Um, Ian's, Ian, their dad had passed away when we were younger. Uh, Ian, I used to run the house, call him, call him Daddy Ian, Daddy Ian. I don't know why. Uh, I was only a wee wee boy. My dad probably got suspicious someday and thought, hmm, Carl, have you been nipping up the stairs at all? <laughs> no, but eh. Uh, so, but. After the funeral, I was like, my mind was blank, 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 and <clears throat> the medication the doctors gave me it finally weaned off nearly all of them, and the grieving sort of processes start to kick in not long ago, and I was just finding myself in my cabin, sometimes in tears, sometimes not, and this is like over Ian and Martin, but Martin has triggers try more trigger points to name because um, I, I've like well obviously I, I grew up with Martin like hanging about him every day playing football golf swimming the lot whereas Ian was like an older brother who I'd see once a week once a fortnight and then every weekend when I got older and Marion as well at some of the parties I remember Marion Marion taking me uh, down to my sister's <laughs> when I was there, uh, we bit out my face, shall we say? <laughs> Full of him, um, I don't know. And uh, she just want to make sure I wanted to get home okay. I was like, I can't, I can't go miss, I can't go miss. Look at my eyes, look at my eyes. So she took me to my sister's, who stayed uh, the the close below her, knocked on the door, and <laughs> the letterbox came up. <laughs> it, it looked like it was me looking through big wide eyes. Like, who's that? I was like, it's me! <laughs> Man's like, and me, he's like, open the door, let us in. 
and we were sitting there for about 10 minutes and uh, just speaking a little rubbish. And then I thought, right, I better go home. And then, woof, that was hard. I'm <laughs> going, oh, I think I actually went and sat upstairs with Mary for a wee while while she just read for her magazine. So I, was, I remember thinking, I was like, how can you just sit there all so chilled out? Because at the party stage, you know, usually most people are kind of either freaking out in the morning or, or they've got stuff to do. They're like, ah, even if they've got nothing to do. But Mary just seemed so chilled out, relaxed. Yeah, I'm reading a magazine. Probably not. It was probably upside down. Probably just saying, hurry up and leave, Alan. Go home. <laughs> but anyway, that, I went home. I, mum and dad all probably always noticed I was a wee bit kind of um, on something, <laughs> you know. And, uh, I don't mean the floor. It's, I was flying, but I was on something. Uh, magic carpet. Magic carpet, it was uh, very, very dusty, right? Aye, aye, you whack it, and all the dust flies off. There, there you go, that's a wee, wee metaphor for it. <laughs> but, so, that's the way things were. And with Ian, uh, <laughs> I was train of thought now, man. The grieving process, so with Ian's funeral, raging the, the bishop, whatever they're, they're called, um, Mentioned his name once in the eulogy, not in the eulogy, but in there when he was talking about him and then going about throwing that ash all over the place. It's like, oh man, it's everything, but I was blank. And then further down the line, Martin dies. And uh, yeah, that was it. I was like, just, I can remember his funeral, the daughter doped me up even more. I was carrying his coffin out and I just remember it as a box. I was just carrying a box, that was it, carrying a box out. He had bomb round his brother Willie. <clears throat> Andrew was um, beside someone like about, about two foot shorter than him, so it was like quite hard. Martin was a big guy at this point, a very big guy. And uh, we got him into the back of the, the funeral of uh, the heirs and you know, patted it a couple of times, so I patted it a couple of times, still not thinking. I'm only realising it lately. This is my best friend in here. You know, and then obviously out, buried the body, people are grieving, everyone's sad. I'm numb. My face is just numb. I said, I'm just mm. I remember walking, looking at my grandpa, my granny's grave, and, and Ian's, and then the room. And then I just, I remember my dad, I remember before the funeral, I remember my dad standing over, well, that's your wee pal Martin going there, eh? looking out the window, and I was like, uh-huh, uh-huh. Just totally blank, do you know what I mean? So that's the doctors prescribing stuff to sugarcoat your grieving process, you know? So if you're, if you're sugarcoating with Valium and all that, you've got no thoughts, no thinking, no feeling, no fucks given, you know, which is, which is basically not what you want. So, now I've come off all that, it's like, it's as though it's all hitting me at once, you know. Uh, well, I'm fucking hyper as hell, you know, bedding in my cabin, I'm fucking greeting, you know. But I started to think, right, the grieving process, Right, time, time is meant to be an illusion, should they say, right, I believe in that, 
is true. Goes by fast when you're having fun, goes by really slow, probably when you're listening to things like this when I'm just gibbering on. But it's all fact, factual, well, scientific facts, you know, facts, f- fake facts. But, um, so it's like uh, thinking, right? So obviously, you know, you're meant to be sad because someone's just died. So you, something sad's happened. So you've got a sad thought in your head and you're sad. But a lot of people start like to, to hold on to that grief for too long. Way too long and they grieve and they grieve and they grieve and they grieve and they'll start using it as an excuse and things like that and oh I'm acting like this because of this and that and this and that. When easily, as soon as the your your the person is, is buried and they're gone, instead of staying sad and thinking sad thoughts, think that's them in a better place now. That's them not owning the bank like 80 grand, 90 grand, 100 grand or whatever if they had a mortgage or whatever. That's their money worries over. That's all their worries over. Do you know? They, they won't want us all feeling, feeling bad for them. They, you know? They're not even wanting us. They're not even there to think they better be at my funeral unless they are still alive inside that box. Right enough, you know? <laughs> Hopefully they're not. Especially if it's cremated. Oh, Christ. Oh, burn me alive. Anyway, what I'm saying is, when you change your thought to a happy thought, because you can't think two thoughts at once, go and try it. Try and think two thoughts at the exact same time. I bet you can't unless it's the same thought. <laughs> right? And if you're laughing, it's hard to be sad. So if you think of a funny thought, and you start laughing, then you can't get sad. But just for, for the love of Christ, especially in the church <laughs> do not start laughing at something funny you've just fought at a funeral <laughs> people are like what the fuck are you laughing at oh nothing nothing honestly <laughs> and then you'll end up hitting the giggles because it'll be like school you know when you're mm. as unless you're doped up you won't you'll be like I don't know what I'm thinking man I'm just uh, where are we again you know so changing your thought your thought process is it's harder than it it's it sounds easy, but it is harder than it, harder than it, um, harder than you would think. Like, you know, you're obviously thinking a sad thought, you're holding on to that sad thought, and some people are actually happier when they're sad because they're getting attention. But that attention will go away because no one wants to be around a sad cunt all day. <laughs> we rain there. So what you do I've said so how many things have I said so I need to start counting them. Oh, bugger that man, I'll lose count. Right. <clears throat> you want to do is just take deep breaths and keep saying, fuck it. <laughs> fuck it. Fuck it. And then you might even forget what you were thinking about. And at one stage, you're going to. Your mind's going to be blank and then giving you a chance to think of something different. Because you, when you change your thought, if you ever thought, what gave me that thought in the first place? <laughs> Who is it that's doing the thinking here? And if you could change a thought, then it means, is that thought really there? Yes, the thought's really there because your brain, your subconscious is firing loads of thoughts, up to about 60 to 80,000 thoughts per day, scientists have come up with. Um, but 
you can hold on to one and that's what causes anxiety and depression and stuff like that especially if it's a bad thought and you keep thinking about it and it spirals and then you start, start thinking scenarios and stuff like that and especially if it's someone that's passed away you start thinking oh the last time I seen them was this and I wish I said that I wish I'd done this with them blah 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 and so on 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 so what you do is just once they're buried you know they're in a better place fuck it cheer up live your life for them what else can you do you can't mop about and say oh man it's so bad isn't it and then expect a I know oh man and then everyone that you know is going to be that way nah is it nah 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 because you, you've obviously probably got some mates that didn't know this person that'll be like oh how are you getting on today man and you'll be like nah shite and, and then before you know it you've lost that friend after a while of, of kind of mm, doom and gloom but eh keep keep your spirits held high just held held, 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 held high you know keep pushing forward you'll get there because like it's always okay in the end. And if it's not okay, then it's not the end. You know? And I keep saying, you know, and all. <laughs> but hell, you know? So, um, <laughs> beep beep boop boop. Alan, get a grip. Okay, I will. I'm, I'm, just get on with it. I am, I am. Fucking hell, man. <laughs> See that cunt that keeps fucking thinking inside my head, keeps talking to me out loud too. I can hear you, you know? Oh, fucking hell. Shut up. Right. Back to normal me. Hello, <laughs> it's me again. It's a me again, just a me again, only a me again. With a broken heart. So back to grief. So that's the grieving process. You can actually speed up the grieving process just by changing your thoughts as soon as that person is buried, obviously. But there's also this sort of bit where you start thinking, okay, if I start acting happy, hmm, is it too soon? people start thinking I'm a cold cunt I'm a, or if you're a woman I'm, I'm a heartless bitch or so on and so on and so on because there is a lot of judgmental people out there and a lot of people are worried about getting judged and actually do most of the judging so I was watching a programme and it was about a, a tough place and this young Jamaican lad was killed and the woman was howling she was in tears for the days up until the funeral, wanting to find the killer, blah, blah, blah. As soon as he was buried, 10 minutes later, she was singing and dancing, like round his grave, you know. And it started raining, it must have been the rain dance. <laughs> I was going, nah. But they were singing and dancing. I remember thinking, I was like, oh, man, that's, oh, how come she's so happy all of a sudden? And then it went to the camera, she was, oh, because we know he's in a better place now, you know a better place and I was like oh well you should just go back to Jamaica where the weed is <laughs> but no but it makes sense I mean why why feel really really bad and stressed when the other person may not have a feeling anymore maybe a spirit could, could be guardian angel or oh, oh, any one of these consp- any one of these theories in in fact anything that someone thinks if you think they've turned into your pet then they have okay because your perspective it's your reality <laughs> if you think it and believe it <laughs> it's your reality so if you want to think that they've turned into a pill 
and you you carry that pill over you go, then that's that's your reality. That's them. They're still there. So no matter what it is you <coughs> think of, sorry, excuse me, I just need to cough there because my throat was getting a bit like I had a frog in it. Frog you sleep. <laughs> right? So you just that woman had obviously known he's made a better place and cheered up straight away. I told someone this. I told someone this not long ago and they said, aye, but that's a different culture. <laughs> I was like, all right, okay, aye, so it's a different culture. So it's all right for a different culture just to kind of to do that. But it's not all right for us, no. It's like, what's our culture? What, who decided our culture? Who decides how long we grieve for? Who decides whether we should be happy or not? Who decides what? Do you know, is it is, is there like a, is there a law? Is there, is there, you know, is there fuck? You know, you could fucking smile all the way through a funeral if you want. You know? Just because you're not showing the emotion you're feeling inside does not mean that you're feeling that emotion. So fuck what others think. From now on, I'm always smiling. I know that for a fact. That, that'd be two weeks in the boat there. And I wasn't in a good form because oh, I was paranoid as hell. I'm sure there's conspiracies and everything <laughs> in my head. But I've got through the two weeks, obviously. And But no, I've just decided, fuck it, man. Just go on with shit. Smile. You know? Fucking take advice of people, listen to people, you know? But fucking say, aye, 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 no bother, okay then. But then still go and do your own shit anyway. <laughs> do you know? Fuck it. Fuck them. Well, nah, no, no, fuck them. Unless they're really, really hot and they're wanting it. <laughs> That's the only time. Yeah, profanity. Profanity. See, profanity helps with this. But when Martin died, that was a. Uh, that was like half of me gone. You know, I've, I've, I'm opening up to you here. I'm just kind of giving you a wee, a wee story of my own. You know, so you can kind of like base yourselves on a, see if you've had something similar happen to you and and you don't know how to get through it. Well, I didn't, I got through it through fucking Valium and all that with the doctors. No, I'm coming off the Valium. I'm having to fucking deal with it. You know, because it was sugar-coated for so long. And every now and again, just tears come out as soon as like, a certain song will play. It's usually that like, Puff Daddy, Biggie Smalls, Dan, you know. My tears will start streaming. So I've made videos eh, about, about them, Ian and Martin, both together. Eh, but I've had like nearly 20 of my friends all together have, have died. Do you know? Eh, just last month, one of them hung themselves. My two kids. Lovely guy. One of the nicest guys you'd ever meet. Eh, contagious, contagious smile. He walks in the room, you can feel the presence. One of them kind of guys, positive, dead upbeat, happy. And, for, and uh, he went and he hung himself. And it's a tragedy. It's, it's just you don't know what's going on in anyone's head. And that's what I'm saying there. You, you can walk up at a funeral, you can be walking in smiling. When really, obviously, you're upset inside, but no one knows that. Just because you're outer image, outer criteria, it doesn't show you how you're, it doesn't show people how you're feeling. You know, so even if you are in a bad mood, you might as well just smile and just walk up and smile. Because as well, if you fall out with someone, 
and you're in a bit and you get in a bad mood over it. Just say a shouting at them. Just say, aye, I love you. <laughs> That'll piss them off even more because they're wanting a fight. They want you to, to bite, you know. If someone winds you up, winds you up, just, just nod and go, I know. <laughs> it's a cunt, in it? <laughs> and that'll piss them off even more. And then you can, like, giggle to yourself that you're pissing them off. There's, so it's all not thinking. Think of a funny thought. Think of something hilarious. You visualise. Visualise things. Even though, there's, even though I'm saying, like, visualisation thing in the future, the past... Right, not in that way, but think of funny things that have happened or, or might happen or you want to happen. Not things that you hope will happen. You see hopes. That's going to be another podcast. The hope, words, you know, like mine that was on about why and stuff and hope and all that. You know, don't get your hopes up. Well, it's good to have hope, aye. It's good to have hope and faith and stuff like that, but you don't... Uh, it's good to hope for the best, but sometimes you've got to expect the worst as well. Because <laughs> if you're hoping for the best all the time and you get the worst, it's going to bring you right down, man, isn't it? But then again, a sudden thought can bring you right back up. So can a pill right enough. <laughs> but eh, hey, you still got to come down off them and all. And thinking doesn't take away the come down, trust me. I've tried, I've tried, and I've tried. In fact, this is where most of my fucking uh, sort of kind of stuff comes from. <laughs> All the days I was mad with it, I've come up with loads of good stuff. <laughs> but aye, so that's that's my wee sort of like podcasting, like grieving process. Just it's it's not it's not a case of oh, get over it or it'll take time. It gives time. It, it doesn't take time. It takes as long as you want it to take, or it could be as quick as you want it to be. And you could still obviously have the occasional thought of them now and again. Like, I'm thinking of being a Martin right now, so... Why I'm doing this podcast? But then, feel a wee bit down for a bit. It's called a wee bit malt, wet wall time, I'll call it, right, okay? That's allowed. Everyone's allowed that. As long as I snap out of it pretty quick, think of something funny and then carry on my life. And live it for them. Do do what they wanted to do or, or what I would think they wanted to do or what I would think they wanted me to do so on and so on you know and to be honest with you it was, it was a long time ago now well, not long long but aye Martin's was 8 years ago and Ian's was oh Christ I was that doped up from the doctors it's, the date is just Slipped my mind. I can't remember years ago was. I need to ask Marion because um, I'm going to get a, a tattoo. Yeah, I've got one from Martin, but, but Ian's, Ian's one's going to be. He always says happy days, happy days, right? And uh, his initials are I C Ian Campbell. So I was going to get I C happy days <laughs> with the. Uh, with the date of birth and the, the date of rest, I call it rest, the date of rest, you know, so, aye, that's, it's, that'll be a good tattoo to get, I've been saying I'm going to get it with, with another mate, Thomas Mackay, yeah, he's saying I was going to get it with him, we've been saying it for that long and that long and that long, it, it was one of these things, every time it 
comes to go and get one. Uh, <laughs> we're both skint. But yeah, I think I'll get it next time I'm off work. Definitely. Definitely. Because they're the two people that I will never forget. Obviously, like, called the family. Obviously, I'll never forget family. But the other two main friends that have, uh, that have been like kind of. Uh, me and Martin always competed against each other. Who's better than what? Who's, you know, young youngsters are like, you know, wrestling. You know, football, <laughs> golf, swimming, a lot. When I say wrestling, I mean like when we were about eight or nine years old, jumping about in his mum and dad's bed and <laughs> wrestling, thinking, I'm Hulk Hogan, <laughs> oh, Macho Man Randy Savage, <laughs> okay, Roddy Roddy Piper and all that. But, <clears throat> so, growing up with Martin kind of, made me the way I was, especially with brother Will, Willie as well. Um, I'm scared, I was scared of chillers when Martin was blowing when I was younger. So even going up there was quite uh, quite hard. But I did it. I kept going, I kept going, I kept going. And he, he even says that to this day, he said, oh, I'm sorry, I was quite nasty to you sometimes. But he said, you kept coming up. He takes credit for making me, making me who I am. I'm like, shut up, man, I hate myself. <laughs> no, but he did. In a way, he did. He made me he helped me stand up for myself to a lot of other people that were pussies compared to him because he was a scary looking guy. Trust me, I, even my sisters say that. My sister says I, Martin's brother, was a scary looking guy, you know, like, not like scary, scary as in like, oh my God, look, what a freak, but like, scary, if you put on an angry face, you would definitely think there's going to be a fight here, do you know? But well, he's a good guy. Not a big mole for him right enough. <laughs> no offence, Willie, but I'm sure you know it. But, eh, uh, aye, and then, eh, uh, obviously, Ian, grew up with Ian, just one of the nicest guys you'd ever meet, just gave you the shirt off his own back, no bother at all. So it's, it's always the good ones that seem to kind of go, you know? And I know quite a lot of, like, oh, I wish I could see their names, like, dwarfs, dicks, cunts, mm, arseholes out there that, that have been dicing with death for so long and they've actually been in the room with people when they've died. Why has it not been them? Hmm, you know? It's like a cosmic joke. Why has it not been them? Because the other ones that are walking about with the needles and they're the ones that are giving people their first charge with a needle and watching them die. When Martin died, the ambulance was phoned after the person got rid of all the paraphernalia. I know that because the neighbour told someone that he came there with the needles and all that stuff before he phoned the ambulance. You know, so it's not, it may be hearsay, but it's hearsay from people who, who were kind of like there, next door, you know, so yeah, I, I choose to believe them. I mean... The doctor said if the ambulance was phoned sooner, they could have saved them. So, yeah, I definitely should believe them. Which is why that man is never going to be safe again for the rest of his life. <laughs> because he could be hit by a bus, you know. Not not me. <laughs> nah. Nothing bad here. All good vibes. All good vibes. All good vibes. You know. I feel the... F- it's like in the book, feel the fear and uh, do it anyway. It goes on about forgiveness. You know, forgiving people. 
It's like forgive and forget. If you can't do one, if you can't do both, do one, you know? So I choose to forget because I can't forgive. I can't forgive him. I will eventually, maybe when it's him that's in a box or me that's in a box, I'll forgive him. But until then, nah. But aye, that's, that's just my wee podcast in grief, right? It's not exactly been the happiest day podcast or the cheeriest podcast but I hope the wee sort of process of thinking of of different ways to handle your grief like well you're going to think of a like not during the funeral or during the period but afterwards maybe once you get home by yourself change your thinking to something else start thinking of the good times that you had with them eh, the funny things they've said to you the funny stories you know Write it all down as well, write all these funny stuff down so that if you feel grieving or sad with them and you open it up and you go, oh, I remember that, I remember that, I remember that, oh, that was good. And you just bring yourself back to that moment, you know, or if you're out somewhere walking about and you're sitting there and you start thinking, I'm just going, fuck it, fuck it, fuck it, fuck it, remember? Keep saying, fuck it, fuck it, fuck it, fuck it, fuck it, fuck it. And then... Just carry on with doing what you're doing with a happy thought. And usually I'm always preaching, don't think, you know, don't think anything, just do. Live in the now, be present. But thoughts happen, when thoughts do happen, don't hold on to them. What do you mean don't hold on to me? Okay, there's that thought again, eh? You mean, but you, I want you to hold on. I, I don't want to hold on to you because you just fucking bring me down. How do you mean to bring me down? Well, you're floating up through my head, right? If I grab onto you, hey, I'm, you're just holding another Alan down. What oh, other Alan? Oh no, that's a third thought. Oh my god. Multiple personalities. Right, that's it, everyone. Back in my head now. <laughs> right, that's better. Right. So, imagine a champagne bottle. You're watching all the bubbles go, right? You're the you're the the watcher. You're not the thinker, you're the watcher but you're watching all these thoughts float up to the top. And on top of the, the champagne glass, that's the, that's the top of your head, right? And the bubbles get there and they just pop, they're away. So you carry on watching all the other thoughts, in other words, bubbles. Just watch them. Don't hold on to them. Don't, don't grab them, because when you hold on to them, that's you thinking about them. Thoughts, thoughts will happen. Thoughts will always happen. Let them happen. Don't, don't hold on to it and think of it. Don't start thinking about the thought. Because when you think of the thought, you start thinking of the thought, the thought, and so on and so on. Or like, I'm thinking of a thought that, of a thought that I had, of a thought, of a thought, of a thought, in case this happened. Or this, you know, so just fuck thoughts. Yeah, that's it. This episode's going to be called, hmm, what? F- grieving fuck thoughts. <laughs> grieving fuck thoughts. <laughs> that's that's gonna be weird. People are gonna be like, what's this all about? And then come in and listen to this. Cause I don't even know if I'm gonna publish this one because it's kinda I don't know what it's like. I, mean, I was watching Family Guy, I'm shattered, man. That's it. Just after two now. Christ, that's over half an hour. Sorry for taking up your time, guys. I'll I'll try to find a good soundtrack for you to listen to at the beginning of the podcast. Maybe a uh, you know Hello darkness, my old friend. (laughs) 
it's nice to speak with you in the solar silence, you know. Uh, something like that. Anyway, solar silence. Loads of people wish they had that with me. Oh man, I don't shut up 12 to 3. And that's like 3 hours over time. <laughs> so I'm 12 and 30, 24. <laughs> right. Anyway, guys, gonna love you and leave yous. Um, I'll probably podcast, I'll probably publish this one half asleep right enough. So, if it gets published at a later date on top of another podcast, then fair play. But if it does, it does, it does, it doesn't. Um, I hope you like it. I hope he's, it helps you in some kind of way. I haven't given up much sort of information that's informative, but I've given you my way that I've dealt with with losing two of my bestest mates in in the space of like what this last seven months since I've been coming off a lot of medication and the medication that I was on for like over ten years it was it was just made me not think of anything you know I was ending my way was just bulldozing it down didn't give a fuck I was at work doing daft shit I didn't give a fuck you know but now there's, there's no just there's just no fucks given it's not in a bad way it's no fucks given to what people think no fucks given to if I'm tired or if I'm wide awake it's just it's just that's it it's just just is as God said in the Bible um, I am when asked who he was, it was just, I am. You know, that's it. You know, I am. So, it's just the way it is. <laughs> it's just got put, you know? Fucking, but people always say, I know, oh, that's the way it is. You got put up with No, you don't. <laughs> you don't. If you want it, if you want something, fucking grab it. Seen a good chance and I had to have it. Fucking reached out and I grabbed that shit. <laughs> Life and still a little bit. If you see a chance in life that's going to make your life better, fucking go for it. Take it. You can sit and wait for it to come to you, but a lot of the times it probably won't. And then you'll be thinking, oh well, maybe this was my my fate. Maybe this was my sort of what was meant to happen to me. Maybe I was meant to be just sitting here all alone at the age of seventy or eighty, watching chewing the fat still with the, the guys that look really old in it are actually older than they looked when they were making it. <laughs> you know what I mean? Because uh, people in, people in uh, Scotland and that will know what I mean. <laughs> Still game. Right, so take a gist of what you get from that, guys and girls from all around the world. Uh, yeah, I've seen the listeners in Peru, India, China... New Zealand, Australia, US, Canada, um, and they're saying I can't, I can't even remember them all. Uh, I was well chuffed when I seen them. I was like, well, hey, even though it's, they're all one percenters, and then most in the UK, I don't know whether it's Scotland or England. The listeners aren't ain't exactly in the thousands yet. Hopefully, I'll get there. Uh, this is just done on my phone, remember? It's not like uh, James English sitting there actually speaking to, to true, true criminals that are fucking really interesting uh, and asking really good questions, but 
he went through our life too. And uh, <clears throat> so maybe I stick at it, stick at this, keep doing it this way, get enough money to actually get set up properly and <laughs> do stuff. Definitely, because I used to do DJing and stuff as well, with the decks, I mix, mix, mix music, I write raps, uh, I do raps, and, and, that's, and a lot of them are actually quite decent. I'll even do some like freestyles and stuff for you as well in another podcast maybe. Wait to hear some of the rhymes, the lyrics are all good. Uh, it just uh, this is me just starting to live my life now, right? I'm not going to tell you what age I am because I don't believe in birthdays. Yeah, one birthday is the day you're born, right? The rest is a birth anniversary. Birthversary, you know? Because it's not like someone gets married and a wee year later they go, oh here look, it's her wedding day again. You know? <sighs> what the hell? <laughs> and I think I can't remember getting any presents when I was one. When I, was, I mean, when I was none, when I was nothing. When I came out with the 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 eye shape thing, <laughs> right? But this time for serious guys, I'm going to have to log off because it's getting late, and well, the boogeyman might be out. Okay, I have 40 minutes. No one's going to want to listen to this for 40 minutes. Hey, I might just call this one. Please listen. <laughs> no, I will You listen to bits. It's good. Right. Catch us later, guys. Yeah, I, if it's a night, sleep tight. I've probably put you to sleep already because my, my voice is even sounding different. I'm quite tired myself. But if it's through the day, <laughs> put on some music in the background or something, man. I was going to play on Alexa some good trance mixes with, with no words so you can hear me, but uh, I'll find a wee backbeat for this that you've probably listened to already. <laughs> Catch us later. Here, don't go dying on me now. If you do, just know I will be at your funeral, but I'll be giggling in the front row. <laughs> I'm always hoping I won't. I'll wait till I'm home and I'll smell, knowing that you're in a better place and that you don't have to worry about anything. But I will feel sorry for your family now, obviously. That's what I meant to say. Feel bad for the family. Feel bad for families, feel sorry for families, but also support them. They support each other. It's, it's, it's hard. <laughs> I'm talking because I'm... The, the even I'm talking about is, is young people. People younger than me, right? I'm 37. I'm one of the people that are younger than me and some are older. It's only, what, two days I've heard of that are over 50 in the past couple of years. You know, something like that. Whereas, <laughs> in the last... 15 years, 20 years, I've lost about 20 friends. It's, it's pretty, pretty mad. And it's not all drugs, it's not all violence, it's just before anyone they jumps the, the gun and starts saying aye but this and aye but that. Yes, people have a choice to do things. Some are coerced into it, some don't realise what they're doing. But just because that's how they met the Mr. Death doesn't mean that their name should like be like like not remembered in a good way. If you know what I mean? Because you get a lot of people that, that are out there that go, 
Early day, man. What are doing, Charlie? Early morning. Look at that. Do you know what? It doesn't matter who dies. It's a human being. Treat everyone right. I put in Snapchat earlier, but it's like. Um, you want to see this one? No. No, it's out in this. No, it's out in here because it's, it's a larger. Uh, I've got a larger listener base. Don't know if they're fans or not. And I don't want to offend too many people. But. There's a lot of things I've got to say about a lot of stuff and I will get wrong to it all as soon as I start to waking up a bit more, maybe tomorrow, <laughs> and add it onto this one. Christ, you'll have like two hours to listen to or something. Right, so guys, you should have a good sleep if you're going to bed and, and wake up well if you're not. <laughs> right, love you and leave us. Goodbye. Here's my...